when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy We're back. Back to even. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Speaking of, it is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Hope everybody's having a great week. We are two days away from the weekend, and we have a show in store for you today, my friends. Uh, we got another Ryder Cup defeat. Vikings got their first win. College football was great, as always. Uh, and a lot of idiot white people to make fun of. And, of course, Taylor Swift mania rolls on in the NFL. So let's crack on with this, huh? You know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined, as always, by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Cheers, Benito. How you doing, buddy? What up, Jeffrey? <clears throat> Skull. Oh, skulling. Are yeah. you rowing? Yeah. You rowing? You skulling? Yeah. yeah, I am a little bit, you know? Doing I it mean, all? Everybody, everybody knew how, how tough of a team Louisiana Lafayette of Monroe County was, was going to be. Those raging Cajuns. Uh, you don't invite the, the raging Cajuns to homecoming. That's what I've always said. That's right. That's a dumb move. I do miss the days of like uh, Gophers playing Purdue or Illinois on homecoming, like a Big Ten opponent. You yes. Know? Yeah. Should be. Not anymore. Not, not gone are the days. You know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite the weekend of of the football. The foot. Ball. What was your so what what were you into most, if anything, football wise? Um a lot going on this weekend. Ton's dad's in town, so shout out. Uh, we're hanging out and uh but uh I you know, I had my college football on all day. Uh, a lot of red zone this afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think uh I was most in tune with the fact that it wouldn't have been that hard to pick some two touchdown scores and win a bunch of money this weekend. <laughs> like, if you had to guess, yeah, you probably could have guessed those guys, right? Yeah. Like, I took, I sent you the screenshot. I always do the four. I always do the four, and it was like a buck to win 12,000. Mm-hmm. And I had two out of the four, and the other two didn't score a touchdown. So it doesn't matter. But dang, man, like Lamar, okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of a usual suspect, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not unseen. You can see it. Right. But, but uh, Diggs had three. Mm-hmm. Uh, CMC had four. Or uh, yeah. CMC run DMC. He took some yeah. from Kittle on us. Jeez, come on, dude. Yeah, I know. Um, Mark Andrews had two. I mean, it's just like. JJ had two. Too, yeah, it's not like hard, you know. Like I think sometimes we make it so hard to win bets, and it's like, no, that's the easy pick. Well, the easy pick is the right pick. That goes through my head a lot when I see some of those come in, you know. But we don't bet shame. We've talked about that, right? It's your pick. Right. You love it. Go with it. I'm all for it. But there are times well, when I'm like, hmm, yeah, seems like no, a I stretch, mean, but whatever. I mean, the very first one ever. I mean, I've I been very public in saying it. The first guy to ever to pick a guy. and picked Alexander Madison. I'm like, well, we're not winning any fucking money because that ain't happening. And then he scores the first touchdown of the game. Bam. So you never know, right? I mean, you can talk yourself into all of them, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, why do we make it so hard on ourselves? 
That's gambling, though, right, dude? You know, it's gambling. You could pick the favorites the most likely right. every time, and they're then that's the week they're not going to hit. Just you got to go with your gut. And again, like oh, we're yeah. not we're not trying to win every week. We just want to win just a couple, two or three times, and we are riding. Right. And we're so, gonna be. No, it's, I mean it was a it was a wild weekend for the old. Uh, I mean, just like I said, football in general was pretty nuts. Yeah, we got to. I don't know about you, but I watched a football game in Andy's bedroom from Toy Story. I watched a little bit of it before I had team meetings because obviously that game kicked off at six and or six thirty in the morning here. Right. So uh, yeah, I uh, I I wanted to see it. That was pretty cool, honestly. They 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 the game started out. There was a there was a few glitches. Right yeah, away. When I first saw it too, like they were trying to get the claw to spot the ball, and then it just like shot across the field. Yeah, at one point, and I was like, mm, "How's and this gonna be?" It, the camera angle wasn't working, but it, literally, it took them like two and a half minutes, and then it was back, and it was Jesus Christ! Like this is legit. Like it, this is tight, and it, you know, there's some weird animations, a little like Madden esque with yeah. the tackling or. Somebody being down and the ball, you know, it was ten yards further or whatever. But for the most part, right? I I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, so when do the robot overlords take over and kill us all? I I know. <laughs> uh, I did see a tweet of uh, I heard it. I listened to the play mm-hmm. of um of. Trevor Lawrence scramble for like 15 yards, mm-hmm. but then the 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 they had him like side by side, yeah. and how like perfectly identical they were. Yeah, it was insane to me. Yeah, but then on, on the Toy Story version, because he had like broke loose, they put he like, like flames coming out of his yeah. feet, you know, and, and yeah. the announcer even said it. And I I I would imagine like booger. Had like yeah, the weirdest the time with guy. no, like not funny, not. I mean, I'm sure he has kids and he's a good dad and all that stuff, right? But it, it feels like you got to find somebody who's all about like being a dad and making corny dad jokes and right to be the color analyst there, right? Because anytime he would talk about the Toy Story characters, it felt very like he was reading from a script. Oh, here comes the, yeah. uh, Jesse on Bullseye. It's like, okay, dude. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. So, but you said Jax and Joss were locked in, huh? Jack was, 100%. And even Jocelyn would, like, watch, and then she'd go do something else because she's got the attention span of a gnat. So. Right. But, no, they were into it. And I'll be honest, like, I was too. I, I was kind of more interested in that than watching the Jaguars play the Falcons. Right, just right. to see That's how a good it way look. to watch it. Tom yeah. even said her and her dad watched it. They said it was cool. You know, they watched most of it. Yeah, it's just different. At least second half. Yeah, something cool. Hundred uh, percent. I did see the worst tweet of all time, though. Uh-oh. Maybe you saw it too. I did not. Maybe not. It said, "Could you imagine if the Demar Hamlin situation would have happened on the Toy oh, Story stream?" Jesus, <laughs> come on. Oh, yeah, I mean, hey, he's good. I think probably still too soon, but I saw that and I was like, God, I mean, the fact that somebody was thinking that in their brain, you know, but right. then I thought about it. 
what do you think happens? The claw comes up and just picks him up, <laughs> takes him away. Like <laughs> bullseye comes out, they put him on bullseye, he's trotting off the field. I don't know. I, I now I'm kind of invested, and I'd I, like to see. Yeah, or like what happens if there's a not a Demar Hamlin, but a guy's knee decides to go in the opposite direction, right? What's the animation of that going to look like? And what, like the uh, the MLB 3D thing, yes, the fight, yes, right where they were kind of like floating around and flopping around because that's the exact same thing as what we just watched today. Only today is a lot better graphics, so much better, wise. But it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be interested to see. Not that I'm praying on somebody getting hurt here. No, but just curious if, if they thought of that contingent, hurt, contingency. Right. If you do get hurt, get hurt during the Toy Story game. Please. Just we're just out of curiosity. This is an entertainment business. Right. We're just curious how they're going to try to entertain us if something like that occurs. Correct. Or and do I they did see uh somebody on the opening kickoff for the Falcons had the last name unknown. So I they saw. hadn't yeah. Hadn't quite got everybody programmed in yet. Nope. They're like, son of a bitch, 52 is out there. Who the hell is 52? <laughs> and, and they were typing quick. Well, it was AI, though. Like, that was all. Yeah, but I'm sure they, ha- I'm sure they had a program, like, yeah. what number, what names and numbers sure. go together. Yes. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. it just was, yeah, I mean, it's sweet. It was very AI cool. is a uh, tier. It was cool. We come in peace. Yes, we come in peace. We do. We do, hundred um, percent. Do you watch any other any uh, other games this weekend? Uh, let's do college first. Obviously, Gophers. Woof. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch the Gophers because they again the nine o'clock kickoff for me. It's a tough. little tough sometimes. Yep. Right. Um, but I had it on. Um, I watched some of the Florida and Kentucky game. Yeah. Absolute blowout. Uh, I was pretty heavily invested in Northwestern and Penn State for the first three quarters. Mm-hmm. Because that was a ball game for a long time. Right. And then Penn State remembered that they were really good. That's right. And then they were like, let's go. So until then, I was like, really, I had the text preloaded for when Northwestern knocked off Penn State. And I was going to say, see in a bowl game to you. But... <laughs> Cardiac cats, baby. Um, yeah, I mean the the Colorado game was solid. Watched a little bit of that. Very that shocking in the background. Yeah. Well, but no. I mean, I think USC's defense is dog shit. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I, they're going to get beat by Oregon. Probably get beat by oh, Utah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. might get. I, honestly, might get beat by Washington. I think Washington, Washington's rolling, dude. Washington's got a solid offense. Yeah. Um, uh, I did see on Friday night we couldn't have been more wrong. Right. Yep. Yep. Somebody, so, surprise, surprise, uh, Vegas, Vegas is knew. smarter than we are. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, huh? It's yeah. almost like they watch every game Jeez. ever. Jeez. That was, that was actually kind of wild to me. Uh, but it looks like it was a close game. Um what else was there? Uh, Texas, Kansas was good. Mm-hmm. That was uh, for a minute, and then can- Texas really pulled away. Texas uh, did not do a Texas thing, which was correct. 
Um, Interesting. West Virginia knocking off TCU. Mm-hmm. Well, and then all two of West Virginia's fans cheering in the uh, visitors section. Did you see that? I did not. I didn't see that. So I have to find the tweet. There was like they literally blocked the field goal, and it panned to two people. Two, like not exaggerating, two <laughs> people standing by themselves in the top of TCU Stadium, wearing blue and gold mm-hmm. and they were just cheering like crazy yeah and that was like are those the only two west virginia fans there because there was right. nobody else around them mm-hmm. it's just great and it's like well all two all two of your fans west virginia were super hyped up for that yeah i uh i, I probably watched a lot of the georgia auburn that game. was good that was a good game yeah brock bauer or brock bowers i mean geez louise yeah, that kid's a stud that dude's gonna be Probably a top five pick. Yeah. And then got wrapped up in Ole Miss LSU. That was crazy. I missed I missed a lot of that. We went to the D backs game last night. I mean, Jesus Louise. Notre Dame. Duke, that was close. Yeah. Um brutal. We'd have had that. Or I'd have had that. Yeah. Uh Brutal. Yeah, we both had that for Duke money line. Brutal for that and for that quarterback. That's tough. Yeah, I think he's done. Unfortunately, yeah. And they forgot how to tackle on the most important tackling time. Yeah, still reeling. I mean, I think, two, right, that's tough. Yeah, two two minute drill. Learn to tackle. Jeez. Can't play prevent. No, but it was another great weekend. I thought we were going to see some upsets, but really nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, that Auburn. Georgia game. That's good. Twice the best conference in the world, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, Penn State almost uh, losing to Northwestern. You know, shit That's happens. Right. People step up on occasion <clears throat> week to week. Shocker. Surprise, surprise. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the, the bloodbath that was Iowa and Michigan State. At first, um, I'm not going to stand up because I'll be away from the mic, but I do want to give like a standing O. They hit the over. Hey. You know, good for them. Proud of them. One. Proud of them. They they yep. eclipse 25 a game. Would they get 26? They hit 26. But, unfortunately, they're a little behind pace. Yeah, getting shut out last week really puts them behind the eight ball. Yep, on the climb to 325, mm-hmm. they're at 111 points for the season, 125 points behind where they should be. So, a little falling behind. That's tough. That's tough. It is tough. So, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. We heard a good stat. Do you want to share that with the class? Shout out adult. Yeah. Cooper DeGene. I think it's Cooper I think it's – maybe it is DeGene. I don't know. Dijon. Dijon. Yeah. Uh, but he has the second most touchdowns on the team since last year, and he doesn't play offense. So, he's their starting safety. Nice. So, that's wild. He had a he had a punt return. Good he's for him. Stud. Yeah. Another one of those Iowa whites, you know. <laughs> Do you think that's a prerequisite to play football at Iowa? It's not looked down upon, I don't think. No, I think it's like a plus. 
I think it's a plus plus actually. Unfortunately, just kind of wild. Also, um, we'll say, I apologize if you send us messages on Instagram as the runner of the Instagram, not been on the socials much here the last couple months. Yeah. And I got on to post our, our, our bet thing, yep. um, which people loved, nice. uh, the people that was, you know, that was cool. Um, uh, posting our picks on there, but we had some unread messages and, uh, oh one was from Jordan Kirk. I need to share with you. It was a funny little video, Okay, but one was from Marty. I was oh. married to Dalt. Yeah. If for those who get her not connecting one of the sisters, but it was, right, right. One of the sister fuckers. No, uh, one of the, one of the brother makers. Yes. There you right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. She sent this back on uh, September 11th, so it's oh. been a minute. Yeah. Uh, so apologize, Marty. Uh, just so you know, we don't not like you. Uh, wasn't <laughs> ignoring you. It literally will say that we saw it for the first time the other day. Um, that's on me, you know. But she, it was, you know, loved the volleyball day. Shout out. I guess all the teams in Nebraska played that day. So like Wayne State played. Oh, nice. Dalton Marty went to Wayne State. So that's yeah, yeah. That's why they went, right? Um, and so uh then she said, also you need to get in Connect Stadium so you can stop throwing shade at the wave. Well, I didn't really appreciate that comment because then I sent a picture to the <laughs> COD Squad group today. And the sick kids are sick of Brian Ferentz. <laughs> There's no way that's real. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do you think? That would be hilarious if it's real. That, it I mean, if that's the, real, like to me, they don't get standing. They don't, you don't wave to them anymore. Like they are now in charge of the athletic department and those kids should make all decisions. Dude, 100%. And I know how, like, there's a whole thing of how much the Ferences have given to the Iowa Children's Hospital right there. Mm -hmm. One of their granddaughters got sick, and they, you know, donate a bunch of money, which good people. Um, but, yeah, dude, this literally says, you know your OC is cooked when the children rally behind it. And it's from the Children's Hospital, and in the windows it says, Fire Brian. <laughs> I mean, again, I just got to, I, I, oh man, in my heart, I think that that's fake, but, uh, I really hope it's true because it just would be hilarious. No, unfortunately I just did some investigative journalism and it is fake. Damn it. Um, cause somebody posted a picture and was like, I was there tonight and I didn't see that. Well, that doesn't mean they didn't put it up after the stadium cleared out. I mean, I don't know when this picture was taken or um, that guy is Brian Ferentz's burner and he just posted a picture oh, and he cut it out right to try and it could be change the narrative right he, he just took the picture from another night game of the children's hospital I was like no that's not true or he just photoshopped also, it they, lost, they probably lost Cade McNamara for the year so um, they're back to not having a quarterback so it's gonna be tough 
Well, run the ball like, and punt, man. I mean, Gophers fans can't say a whole lot. I watched I watched some Ethan Kaliak Manis this weekend and didn't look good. Tough. Tough. He's just not there boy, yet. You know? He's not ready yet. Who said that? Uh, Dalt. Dalt said Ethan's not ready yet? Yeah. I mean, so sure. He's, but he's got talent. He's, he's just not ready yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just not. He's good. He can. He will be. Just not yet. Okay. Well, that's good. I don't want to wait anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to wait. Shout out Dawson's Creek. Yeah, that was Dawson's Um, Creek, right? I don't know. You're a lot older than I am for that show. You're a lot older than I am. (laughs) Hold on, on. I got to Google. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. You've said that before. I feel like I have. You could probably sing you the Seventh Heaven theme song if I had to. No, yeah, it is. Bob to that Dawson's Creek theme song. I don't want to wait by Paula Cole. Yeah. Paula Cole, dude, who'd you say? Oh, you just said shout out Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, I could have never guessed that one who actually sings that. That's uh, Dawson, Casey, Joey. Let's cook. Yeah. <laughs> James Vandebeek. That's right. Um, so you yeah. don't want to wait. You want uh, who's in the wings for the goofs? The goofs. See, spoofs. that's the thing. Um, I know there's a couple of younger kids on the roster, but. The backup is Cole Kramer, who I'm pretty sure is a senior from Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Mm. Um, he's he's come in from time to time. He's I don't know. He was he's Mr. Football guy. in Minnesota. Yeah, hey, it's not nothing guy. special, right? Like, no. I mean, yeah, it's a sweet honor if if you do it. I'm not saying like, oh, that's nothing, but doesn't mean you're going to be a great Division One quarterback. Is all I'm saying. Here's where the Gophers really fucked up. Ooh. And it'll be forever the curse of Minnesota Golden Gophers athletics. Okay. All, all P.J. Fleck and, at the time, baby Dick Patino had to do was sit down and be like, hey, oh, let's just tell Jalen Suggs he can play both mm-hmm. and we'll let him. And if he wants to leave after a year to go to the NBA, that's fine. And... Maybe he would have stayed longer because he is a freak and he's talked about on his NBA shit. Like, um, I actually love football more than anything, but I was just yep. really good at basketball and knew it was the best chance to take care of my family, mm-hmm. which is commendable, but don't love to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, I mean, I just, he was a stud. That yep. kid was a stud. And what else would that have brought, right? You know, you're getting this four or five star freak committing to the university say what you want but you know that shit sells and that's your goal you're selling um right your university at all times which i don't love you know you've talked about it right got to change up the scheme got to get a new quarterback that's all well and good uh yeah it feels a little bit like oh and i sent you this that pj's kind of waving the white flag saying he can't do anymore here Um, I don't, and I don't, I didn't take it as that. I under, I, I understood what he was saying and I do think he's a hundred percent. He's, he's on, he's on track with, are you talking, you're talking the NIL, right? The NIL shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's 100% on track because you look at, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bucky Hodges. He's <laughs> killing it out in Oregon. Yeah. And he bounced, and obviously he wasn't going to start in front of Mo, and then he bounced and got some NIL money, and I think there's some real concern that this will happen with, uh, I think Darius Taylor is his name, the, the star running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's part of the beast now. Like if especially going into a twelve team playoff, if you don't want to just become a, a minor league system, which is a fair way to look at it, you have yeah. to have some money in the collective. And sure. um yeah, I don't I don't hate the take because it's it's a big part of the game now. And like look at Clemson, like they're behind the ball on the transfer portal and NIL, and that's why they're kind of slipping. But yeah. I don't. I don't think he's saying. I don't think he's waving the white flag. I think he's just truly trying to get some money rolling in. You know. Yeah. I. I mean, I understand that, right? I'm just going to jump on the opposite side of it. <clears throat> I think it's something everybody knows, right? That that needs to be a thing. Yeah. Um, little shocking to hear him say that. Uh, just publicly, true or true or not, right? little shocking to hear him say that because the money will come if you're good enough. He's asking, it will, it it will, right? Like what'd you talk about with Colorado? We'll figure it out on the back end, right? They'll figure it out, right? I get it. You know, if you're good enough and if you have enough like hype and if you can generate that for your program, you're going to be able to generate that on your own. You don't need to beg for it. And that is very much a, I'm recruiting who I'm recruiting. I can't get better players and or the good ones that I get are going to leave me. I need money. It just feels very much like uh, uh, I'm at the end of my collective rope here. And I don't know what to do next other than to ask you all for more money. Well, I would agree with you, but Ryan Day, the head coach at Ohio State, yeah. last summer said a very similar thing, only put a dollar amount on it. And he said that Ohio State needed to have $13 million in its NIL collective fund to keep its roster intact. Otherwise, kids were going to leave. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so, I mean, that's Ohio State a top-notch school getting top-notch players by just being Ohio State saying that. So I don't think it's out of line or – I mean, I think it's a true – that is a recruiting point, though, now, too. I mean, kids are going to be like, well, how much am I going to get from your collective? And that's that's – I mean, I remember the first time that PJ came into the Minnesota State uh, High School Coaches Association Clinic, and he was the keynote speaker the first time, and he said, you know – I've always liked PJ a ton, but the one thing that stuck with me is like, don't be pissed when ticket prices go up because the university of Wisconsin has a $40 million recruiting budget and we have a $5 million recruiting budget. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have to generate that revenue somewhere. And it's like, that's sure. the first thing to go up is ticket prices. Yep. So I, I also think the university of Minnesota as a whole is one of those universities kind of behind the eight ball on the athletic side where uh, the university knows and 
I mean, obviously the COVID year, they cut men's track, uh, I think indoor and outdoor, <clears throat> they cut something else, men's, they cut like four or five sports Yeah, and one women's sport because there was no football revenue that year. Right. And football, I mean, football and basketball, and obviously probably at the University of Minnesota yeah. hockey are your drivers, right? Yep. But the University of Minnesota as a whole cares a lot about a lot of other shit other than athletics, and that's why athletics has been mediocre forever. It's an afterthought. The University of Minnesota cares a lot about the marching band. They care a lot about the academics, the standards of the university, where I'm not saying that other schools don't, but you can see, like, schools that invest heavily in athletics, they are always at the forefront, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, this is – Colorado, they weren't doing that. And then they got the AD in place who said, this is going to make us better. And boom, it has, right? You have to you have to understand whether people like it or not, your board of trustees like it or not, the people in power like it or not. If you are at a major university and you don't put athletics first, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put football first, you're going to fail. Right. So, I don't know, man. It's I don't I, I understand what you're saying, but I never took it as PJ saying, and I get it because it kind of I mean in all reality, kind of is like we can only get to these guys because we don't have nil dollars to get to four and five star recruits. Sure. So that's yeah, that's a fair that's a fair take, and that's honestly probably the right take. But mm-hmm. I understand it. I completely understand it because the game is different now, and you gotta. You got to be proactive with it. For sure. For sure. I, again, I, I feel like I'm just a little torn on it, right? Um, yeah, I don't have like a negative thing to say. Like your point is very accurate. I, you know, I, I'm not like trying to tear that apart. And what he's saying is accurate. And I, again, I think part of like what I'm saying is accurate in, in some respects too it's where right. the game's at, you know, he, I guess he's maybe one of the first lower mid tier, whatever you want to call it. That's kind of like calling it out saying like, look, if we don't have this money, we're kind of fucked here guys. Right. Uh, I, th- I think, I think that's more of it than anything is I'm sure that there was some meetings this week and it's like, Hey, we understand the people that you're able to bring in, but how do we get over that hump? And I don't think like PJ was ever on the hot seat after losing to Northwestern. I understand like we talked like it being a fireball oh, yeah. offense and all that shit. I think there's a lot of realists. I think Mark Coyle is a great athletic director. And I think he wants University of Minnesota athletics to be on top. But I think that he probably truly sat down with those people and they're like, how do we make sure that never happens again? And he told those people, we need millions of dollars in the collective to give to kids. Yeah. yeah. And that's where, again, the University of Minnesota fucked up and pissed off Denny T. Sanford. Mm-hmm. And now he gives everything to Augustana and the greater Sioux Falls and area. USD and SDSU. and Right? Like, everything out there is getting – and he's a proud alum, was once. Yep. But that guy – I mean, he owns a hospital network that's essentially a license to print money. Oh, yeah. He's and <laughs> a very, very wealthy human. And all he wanted to do was get the naming rights, and they mm-hmm. didn't want to partner with him. 
for whatever reason. I know that there's some bullshit out there, but you just pissed off one of the wealthiest donors you had. That's like having Warren Buffett in your pocket and saying, you know what? I'll do it myself. I bet. I bet. And I would almost guarantee it. They wouldn't put his name on it like Sanford Health because the University of Minnesota has their own health clinics. I'm I'm 100% sure. Right. I bet that's exactly what it is. Like, yeah, we'll put it as Denny T. Sanford, but not Sanford Health, and he probably wanted to say Sanford Health. Right. <laughs> oh, but, shit. But, I mean, that's, that's, it's, the, it's little shit like that. Like, yeah. And the, that's the, not having foresight. The struggle for them in all of the state is their fifth fiddle in the yep. metro, without a doubt. And then the rest of the state does not have the, you know, University of Minnesota like love, because there's so many kids who go to, you know, Minnesota State, Mankato, Minnesota Duluth, St. Cloud State, North, you know, Northern, or they go to these small private colleges of St. Thomas, you know, um, St. John's, St. Olaf, Hamlin, Concord, you know, so many of those little schools that so many people go to that you know, a lot of the smart people go to, uh, if we're being honest, (laughs) um, and they don't have the donor network that, you know, the whole state feeds into and it's tough. Like they are going to struggle in that regard. Well, and I think they're probably not going after the right donor network. Not that this is turning into the fix the Gophers NIL problem podcast, but it's about to. Well, and it would go, I mean, this would translate to any, mid-tier college school that is not in their own well, like isolated city i was just gonna say like i feel like if if go for athletics decided like hey we're gonna make like i think like probably one of the most underrated departments in the entire university is the agricultural department and there's a ton of money of people that come out of the university of minnesota that get into ag and i'm not just talking about guys that go home and farm but people that have created massive, massive agricultural companies that went to the University of Minnesota Mm -hmm. and that that department is so big, I feel like you just kind of got to tailor it. But I don't know if it's because it's a metro, right? And they're like kind of scared of like, because you look at Iowa or you look at Iowa State, like it's no hiding that they're from Iowa. It's no hiding, you know, like yeah, yeah. agriculture. I mean, America needs farmers on the helmet, right? Like, I feel like if the University of Minnesota would kind of tailor it a little bit more to the people, I mean, that group, especially those people are always at games. They're the people that are into football. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I feel like you just got to, somebody's got to sit down with more power than you and I and just kind of tailor their approach. And I think it's an easy fix. Yeah. So, good luck. Good yeah, luck, no folks. shit. Good luck, uh, PJ. Wish you the best of yeah. luck. You're not getting my money, though. No. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Uh, what would you think of the NFL? I mean, obviously, a lot of multi-touchdown scores. Uh, let, should we chop up the Vikes a little bit? What would you think of that? Yeah. Beautiful game. I mean, I didn't watch, didn't watch a second of today. Um... I saw a tweet that was like Vikings didn't win. Kirk threw for this and this Vikings didn't win. Kirk did this the first three weeks. Vikings win. Kirk goes 12 of 19, 138 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, why not? Uh, defense looked good, apparently. I mean, I guess I had some red zone on, and I saw them. They looked good at times, and then I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch the whole game, so I can't give a full analysis, but uh, I did say a thing on the pod last week that you got to get pressure on the quarterback to be successful, and they got pressure on the quarterback this week. They were and able they were to more get successful. Yeah. So, they were able to get um, some of that. What's that? That Davenport dude, he was back, so that was nice. Good for him. That's huge, yeah. Um, I mean, Harrison had a three-sack day, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean – I don't know. It's all tempered, right? All, all I could think of after it started, because they it started off poorly. Uh, yeah, man. Ninety nine yard pick six, huh? Yeah, lose to the fucking Panthers, dude. Woof. Sell the fucking team. Um, but all all you that's all you're thinking of, and you know they struggled with them. It is what it is. They got out of there with the win. You know, dubs a dub. Good for them. Yippity doo dah. It's there's not a lot to say. Positively or negatively, it was against the Panthers. Take it for what it is. It is a road win. Okay. Next week, good luck. Uh, and then they got the Bears and then the Chiefs. Although the Chiefs, I don't know. I think they're a little distracted by Swifty Mania or Swelsey or Travis. Whatever we're calling it. Yeah, whatever the fuck is being called. Um, NBC sure leaned hard into that tonight. Yeah, they, I saw that before we went to dinner, and then I, I just knew that they would literally all night long. And as I peeked up to see what the final <clears throat> score was or where we're at in the game, it's Taylor Swift. Who do you think was on? Yeah. 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 A fucking YouTube so. TV, dude. Uh, the, you know, you can like rewind it a little bit or press pause. Yeah. The marker was it's to Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. They changed the marker to the hands making a heart for that game. That's so wild to me, dude. Okay. So before we, because this is a tangent we're going to go on, but I just want to talk about the Vikes. I just look, quickly scrolled through the schedule because I was like, this is, you know, well, I've said it a hundred times in the first three weeks of football, now four. Mm-hmm. It's a league built on parity. Yeah. So Vikings have played four games, 17 game schedule. That means they have 13 left, right? Yeah. How many of those games are against above 500 opponents, you think? Right now? <clears throat> yeah, the remaining 13, how many of those games are against above 500 opponents? Two against Lions, Niners, Chiefs. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, so four games, so four games three left. different opponents. Yeah. I mean, it's early. And that shit can change. Oh, I understand. Yeah. But usually... Early in the season, I mean, stuff kind of shakes out. Like you said, it's a coin flip this way, yep. that way, whichever yeah. way. Um, For sure. But, I yeah. think the biggest thing, and, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I just, they're bit this year. They're snake bit this year. The turnover thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck, right, is going on. But they, if it's not a running back, it's Kirk. If it's not Kirk, you know, I'm sure if we fix that – there's going to be some special teams bullshit. There's just something going on uh, right. this year, and I don't know why it's that way, but it is, man. Um, and, yeah, I, if they get to eight, I think that'd be a successful year because I think the – I do not see it going well against the Lions. They'll be close games. They're going to be in every game, no doubt about it. 
uh, they'll beat. I yeah, it's just you never know, dude. You never know it's yeah. NFL. You never know. I, know. I know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It just. It, yeah, you're just gonna see. They might year. not lose another one. <clears throat> they will. Yeah, I mean, obviously, but <laughs> they might not too. No, but Got they the will. Chiefs next week. I, I thought you that was the Niners. Oh no, it is the Chiefs. Yeah, you think yeah. T Swift's going to come to Minneapolis? Maybe she loves U.S. Bank Stadium. That's the narrative. Yeah, she loves all these places she's going. <laughs> yeah, I bet she does because they just lined her pockets. Correct. Um, <laughs> so last week we talked about obviously the Taylor Swift stuff, and then um, Ton was showing me some TikToks. Of oh yeah, these girls, girls saying, telling their boyfriends like, oh yes, how like Taylor Swift essentially made Justin Kelsey, and she tried to get me on it in bed last week, and I was like, okay, Don, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, he's at the top of the sports world. He has number one sports podcast. Like we can go on and on about Jason or Travis Kelsey and. Anyways, today I saw one and I was just kind of working on my computer and I was in there. I was just kind of fucking with her. And I was like, she's really leaning into this Travis Kelsey thing because I saw a dude do it to his girlfriend. But his girlfriend was a hardcore Swifty. Yeah. And Tawn is nowhere near Swifty. And she's like, do you not understand how big Taylor Swift is? I was like, Tawn, Travis Kelsey is the biggest football player in the world. Like she's leaning into him. She's trying to grow her demographic. Just been hilarious. And then, did you see the girl today at the at the game? No. She made a jersey. I'm hoping that this girl's name is Kelsey because she made a, a sparkled out jersey, and it looks like a girl that would definitely just go to a Taylor Swift concert. But it said Kelsey K E L S E Y eighty seven. Who? So I'm hoping to God that that girl's name is just Kelsey and she's actually a Chiefs fan and it's just kind of like a fun play, you know, sure. like, Oh, my name's Kelsey. Sure. Did you, um, and then you, also all the tweets of Deandre Swift and Travis or Jason Kelsey on and the people Eagles. are like, you yeah. mean to tell me that these two are fucking, that is hilarious <laughs> yeah. to me. Um, well, you're, I'm, you're seeing, so like one of the more popular selling jerseys now, uh, yeah, four hundred percent. No, not his. It's an eighty-seven with Swifty on the back. Oh, that is rising through the ranks. Um, Custom jerseys. Yeah, and I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I'm over it. Like I was over Colorado. I, I'm tired of it already. Although yeah. I, I am just like fascinated by that world, right? Because it, it's. It's not something we're into, right? right? And so I saw those TikToks, and I saw them going both ways. I saw the the guy saying that this is going to be huge for Taylor Swift, and the right. girl being like, "What?" And then vice versa, right? Again, I it this does nothing for. I I don't think either of them, other than yeah. make their life like more of a pain in the ass. Yeah, 100%. You're going to start to see the narrative now that the Chiefs are distracted because they struggled with the Jets. And they didn't really, like, put that game away last week. No. And it was the Bears. Like, I mean, it was easy, but it wasn't like a 
wasn't what it should have been. Right. Um, and if they struggle with the Vikings, might have an early breakup here. Like, hey, dude, you got to ditch this shit till the offseason. Uh, and then there was a report today that he stayed at her place in New York City last night, didn't stay at the team hotel. Oh, my God. I know. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing. that's the shit like, that I don't give a fuck about. Well, I don't either, but that's the thing that he doesn't, he's not ready for. Right. And that team is not ready for. Her level is, and I know Patrick Mahomes is like the most, one of the more famous athletes on the planet. He is yeah. not, literally nothing compared to her. Dude, here's the thing about here's the thing about life in general, right? Okay, listen. We do this thing every week and we we put ourselves on the internet. Sure. And like there's a chance that we could people could be very involved in our lives at some point. Yeah. Right? Just because we do this. Let's just take this for an example. Mm-hmm. And I think I would fucking hate that more than anything in the world because I watched, I saw all these tweets about how after the game, Travis and T Swift and Brittany and Patrick went out and Brittany and Taylor really hit it off and they were taking shots together. And I, I I think I hate it so much because I fucking hate people that put people on fucking pedestals. Like, more than anything in the world, I fucking hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, these dumb bitches that think, like, Taylor Swift walks on water. Nope. She looks like a wet rat, and she can sing really good. Like, she shits in the morning. It. Yeah. Like, that's all she is. She just got super rich. But it's just so annoying to me. Like, how would you want to live that life? And then the fact that those two brothers are so opposite of each other too, mm-hmm. like Travis and Jason. And then have you watched the Kelsey thing yet on Amazon? Yeah. Not yet. I haven't either, but I've seen clips and they, they are dating. Well, Tra- Jason's married, but they're like total opposite human, like just totally different yeah. lives. Yeah. It's just insane to me. But all this shit, like, and then here we are talking about it, and it literally doesn't fucking matter at all. No. It doesn't matter at all. Nope. But I will tell you, it does matter because I saw Will Compton tweet today. He was the one who tweeted that thing that there was a report that he stayed at her apartment, not at the team hotel. And then Will Compton tweeted, Jets plus eight and a half, easiest money you'll ever make, if that's true. And guess what? Boom. Jets plus eight and a half would have hit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Yeah. And then, like, we read all the pop prop star things on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that it's seeping into football and everybody's like, oh, I mean, when he caught the touchdown last week, the announcer was like, oh, Kelsey found a blank space in the end zone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay. We he had that one fucking loaded up for sure all day long. Yeah, 100%, I just thought man. it out, dude. I hope they break up. <laughs> it's it's just a different again. It's a different world. I, I and I'm thankful that that is not our life, right? 
Uh, Dude, didn't didn't Lisa Lefty Lopez burn down Andre Risen's house? She did. Okay, like R.I.P. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like that's that's the shit that used to happen when musicians and athletes dated. You know, like <laughs> none of this. Like, no, I guarantee in the '90s nobody was like, "Oh, there's Lisa Lefty Lopez at the fucking Buffalo Bills game." Nobody no. gave a shit. No, but TLC was never as big. It, it would have been like Michael Jackson dating. Well, that would have been different time. Uh, like that would have been huge news, Jeff. Michael. Dating, Jackson well, no, dating. I was trying to think of a female athlete, Jackie Joyner, Kersey, right? Even though then you could argue Michael Jackson, <laughs> that would have been big news because everybody knew he was what he was, right? Um, right. But it, it, she's that level, right? Like that girl. A woman, I shouldn't call her a girl. Uh, can't like go out in public. No, you know what I mean. And so, again, like NFL, like to us, these dudes in the NFL are popular, and they have an audience in whatever respect it is, right? But yeah, it's no, not. For sure, it's not Taylor Swift level, dude, and. I I bet they are not prepared for what is to come. Yeah, but I, I like my whole thing, like those people that are so wrapped up. I get it. I, I mean, get the, you think the they're stupid. The videos that Ton has shown me, like people are clinically insane. Yes, 100%. Like, tr- like they just vicariously live through Taylor Swift. Like that is not fucking healthy. Dude. No, it is not. I get it. Like, I, you know that I love Taylor Swift music. We've had this talk a million times. Yes. Right? Yep. Jocelyn and I, we could jam to some T-Swift. Damn right. All day, right? Let's love go. it. I have no idea what where she's from, what her birthday is, where right. her hometown. And that's like minimum requirement stuff. And then Sam Beck, Ty's sister, shout out. She was she lives up in Brookings now and their uncle Aaron was out here. So UA was out here and Sam posted a thing. They they went to SDSU and like checked out the campus and whatever. But then she posted a thing on her on her page. It was like the uh Taylor Swift Society SDSU. I'm gonna find it right now. South Dakota State Taylor Swift Society. Do you think there's one of those on every fucking campus in America? Yeah. 100%, dude. Next meeting, October 3rd, 6 p.m., Herald Crest 253. <laughs> so if you go to SCSU, go check it out. I mean, it is just all these girls, and they have family feud night, all Taylor Swift questions. Like, what in the fuck? And I'm sure somebody's listening to this and it's like, well, well What's the difference of you guys in sports? I trivia? was gonna say, like, dude, that's that's their football type thing, yeah, but right? It's, it, it, I I get I get it, but it is just so wild to me. I like that is I just agree. so that shit. I just I don't know. It's just wild. I agree. It's insane. But these are jersey wearers. Like, if you're on the Taylor Swift Society, you're the 55-year-old dude wearing a Brock Purdy jersey. Yeah. That's the same people. Yeah. Which we've also been on this pod multiple times. Yeah. Right? So those are the same people. I get that. 
I mean, this is it's just insane to me. So shout out PSS underscore SCSU. Check it out. Bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's change subjects. <laughs> All right. Because I have a wild story. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you need to share this with the world so- and me. So we're we're out to eat at uh, a Mexican joint. What's the name of this Mexican joint? Uh, El Loro. There it is. And so I think that means the bull. No, that'd be Toro. I don't know what Loro is. I'll tell you. You can look that up. Anyways, we're out to eat. It's the same place that has a tableside magician. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. Glassy joint. And and the, we're we're eating, you know, families around. Everybody's doing their deal. What's Loro mean? The parrot. The parrot. Okay. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of parakeets in there or parrots like on thing. That makes sense. That checks out. All right. Good. Good. Good to know. Um. And we're eating, and there's families, and you know, there's just commotion all around, and we're sitting there eating, and. This kid walks by, like, in a rush, and, like, a parent is following him. He's got his hands over his mouth. Oh, no. And he gets, <laughs> I don't know, six inches past me, and just I just hear what sounds like somebody had a pitcher of water, and they pour it on the ground. <laughs> and uh, obviously my back is to it, well, my wife is across the table from me and Jack's across the table from me. And I, as, as I'm hearing this, I feel some stuff on my leg and it's not cold. It's warm. And Jackson just instantly at the top of his lungs. And it's a kid. Jack's age is like that kid just puked. (laughs) Dude. I, my wife was like, Jeff, you mu- you went white. Because I in my head, like as soon as Jackson said that, I realized, well, what just hit my leg was not was that kid's puke. It was not like a warm cup of cup of coffee splashing. Uh that kid hurled chunks six to twelve inches away from me on the ground and it splattered on my leg. And oh. it smelled so bad. I I mean Thankfully, we were towards the end of our meal, like, and I'm the slow eater of the group, so I was the last one still eating. Uh, I grabbed my beer and walked towards the door, and I asked the, I was like, just give me the check. Like, we are out of here. I'm not sticking around. Poor kid, uh, right? Like, kid's not doing well. Like, you feel bad for the kid, but I was just like, I I can't. I, nope, we're not sticking around. So, yeah, I got uh, essentially drive-by puked. I was like. Um, I was a innocent bystander in a drive-by puking. That's terrible. It's a fun night. Uh, that's. I wanted to be a Me Too monster so bad and tell you a story, but I don't think I could shame your brother and I like that. Um, no, do it. Sim- no, Please similar. Do. Okay. I mean, this story is time. Let's t- let's t- let's let's share. So, yeah, I know. Just remembers this too. It. Yeah, this is so bad. But these Mexican restaurants, they really just bring it out of you, okay? 
Yeah. Um, it was New Year's Eve, and I'm pretty sure that we were in high school. I'm 99% sure it was our senior year of high school. Okay. And we're at El Agave or El Mariachi, whatever it was in Fairmont. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And your brother and I were going to the bathroom in stalls next to each other. Okay. <laughs> and the stall I was using was clogged. And I flushed the toilet <laughs> as I was using the toilet. And the water oh, no. started running everywhere. <laughs> I remember banging on the, your brother was in like the handicap, the bigger stall and having him get up while he was going to the bathroom to open the door. And I ran into his stall and there is poop water all over the floor. And it, I just remember running in. His stall with my pants around my ankles. And he's like, What's going on? And there is just poop water right at El Agave. And when you sent that text, he said, Drive by. And that's all I could think of the whole time. And then you told that story. And it is so embarrassing, so funny. I remember I mopped that floor up. I did. I truthfully did. I said, Get me a mop bucket. I know I was. I didn't say that I did it. I wasn't about to shame myself. Yeah, I didn't. But the toilet was obviously plugged before I got in there. Sure, you were just. I wasn't. You were mid, and then doing a courtesy flush. Yeah, because there's the. I wasn't. I wasn't producing anything that was clogging a toilet. If you're catching my yeah, no, absolutely pissing out your butt. Yep. Yeah, we've all been there. And I will, that is a moment that is stuck in my brain. I remember everything. <laughs> I remember crying just like that, trying to get Justin to open the bathroom stall at El Agave. Like, why'd you run into his stall? <laughs> because there was water going everywhere, and I couldn't, like, <laughs> I don't know. I what was he going to do? <laughs> I have no idea. But I was, like, hiding from the poop water coming out of the toilet that I was using, and then it's flooding the bathroom, and now we're both standing in there. Oh, he had to be uh, so confused and just, like, scared I, at the same time. Here comes a guy with his pants down. <laughs> absolute friendship right there. I will never. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's but so yeah. good. No. <laughs> so, the Mexican restaurants, they really bring it, bring it out, oh, you know? Fucking hell, that's man. Terrible. That's classic. Yeah, I don't, that's the, I don't, I think I probably vowed to never tell that story, but that was almost 15 years ago, so, which is crazy to say out loud, but that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's real. I just that's can't. real. I, I just, I am trying to picture and or imagine what was going through Justin's head, right? Like, because you, I'm assuming, were freaking out. Dude, well, the, you're sitting on the toilet, and the water comes up, yeah. and it touches cheek. Yeah. And that's when I knew I was in trouble, <laughs> Something, dude. Something's bad, <laughs> I had to stand up and get out of there. I didn't know what to do, Jeff. I was 18 years old. 
and life was coming at me fast <laughs> and real fast in the moment, dude. Oh and goodness. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Oh, I'm sweating. And the logical thing was to <laughs> knock on Justin's door repeatedly and say, get up and open this door and run in there. And I remember standing on, like, my tippy toes so my heels wouldn't touch the floor of this shit water. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck me <laughs> that's real oh it's so good yeah oh yeah. shit man <sighs> so yeah I want to hear some other people's funny stories like that <clears throat> Send I'm sure there's Instagram. plenty more out there yeah we won't read your names we just want to hear funny stories like that that's yeah, hilarious. I'm, I'll be glad to. Oh, fucking hell. That's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to regroup. <laughs> yeah, I really laid that one heavy on you. Yeah, you that's good. That There's a lot of details there. <laughs> I'm going to think about a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Uh, you're talking about you're so you're talking about crazy Swifty fans and Jersey wears, right? Yeah. Uh, and we talked about this show a while ago, but um, the Murdoch murders or Murdoch, yeah, Murdoch, yeah, whatever in South Carolina, Alec Murdoch, Alec Murdoch, uh, that came back out, <clears throat> right? So there's a yeah, second I seen season, it, like the interview with the son. No. Oh, I think that's on a different network, but net, Netflix published essentially like three more episodes it's a surrounding the trial right because the first oh, really? three ended just kind of like laid out all the craziness surrounding that right in that the kid got in a boat crash when he was drunk and a girl right. died and then yeah uh the mom and the son were murdered and then the dad was shot in the head on the side of a road right <clears throat> well now it's the trial and everything that's going on but in the first episode, dude, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> um, in the first episode, there's like an auction that is occurring, and yeah, I it's all the people who have seen the first episode of the show are like flocking to their house to buy shit that they saw on Netflix. That's crazy. And so, it, like, my question is, like, are those people crazier than jersey wearers like um, murder obsessives see i think like murder obsessives <clears throat> are i think it's a weird thing that we're really obsessed with in america because i love like a good crime doc too and i'm like oh mm -hmm. but i remember seeing stuff on that auction and i think i actually saw like the link to the auction possibly of like what was all for sale mm -hmm. you know it's like obviously like guns and trophy hunt stuff and yeah. all kinds of uh, yeah, i mean outdoorsman stuff i think you know people looking for a deal i think yeah i'm sure that somebody i'm sure that mo a lot of people in that crowd were like hey uh let me get this so I can tell everybody that this was Alec Murdoch's, you know, I'm mm -hmm. sure that this they people want to say this came from the Murdoch farm or whatever ranch, whatever the fuck it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it is a very weird thing that we're obsessed with. And yeah, <clears throat> I just think back to, uh, like, <clears throat> uh, what's the old oh, making a murder. 
mm-hmm. how wild everybody was on that deal. Yeah. And there's a Facebook group that like the parents of that Brendan Dassey, like all those people that are in that, like Stephen Avery's family, yes. they're in that Facebook group. And they, I remember looking at it when that shit came out and I don't know, dude, it's just wild to me. All that stuff, like how people obsess over that. And then people are like, I don't know, people marry murderers in prison. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just a weird ass thing to me. Agreed. Like, I don't know. I, I have this thought like that. That's a good way to get put on a list. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know that you're obsessing over this stuff to that degree. It's one thing to watch a show and be intrigued. I think we all are right. Like any form of entertainment is a form of escapism. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, in some respect in that, you know, you're just trying to find something that's inter- that will entertain you, get you to not think about, you know, the shit's going on in your life, but to take it to that level, <clears throat> right, is exceptionally strange. No matter what it is, wearing a jersey, uh, joining a Taylor Swift fan club, to buying murder memorabilia. Yeah, the and, murder memorabilia is top, dude. That's and, top. That puts you on a list, and it's just like, man. How do we, why, why do we even do that? And I, I get like, I'm sure there was probably some of it in that they were trying to like recoup money to probably settle some civil claims with relation to that boat crash or whatever. Or, or the lady that they <clears throat> took out the life insurance policy on. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of back, I mean. Yeah, or whatever that might, you know. There's some of that that they're trying to recruit, but man, it's to me, it's like, man, when you have situations like that, like that stuff should just be destroyed. Like, Absolutely, take it out of the 100%. public like consumption 100%. And, and eliminate that from our you know like help the society out. We don't need that stuff floating around. <clears throat> right. No, I'm with you. Head. I think it's yeah. It's I don't know. It's just like there's weird pieces of history. I think right. Um, I think I don't know like. Uh, there's a outside of Winslow, Arizona, there's two beams of the Twin Towers, <clears throat> and they're like a sanctuary city. To I don't know, it's a weird thing that they're there and they mm-hmm. whatever, but they're cemented into the ground. And we, we went there last year, we stopped in Winslow, and then we saw it, so we stopped. And it's kind of like a pretty powerful thing, like to just think about like they're just objects, but where they came from and the yeah. symbolism, right? Sure. And then like. Other people go and they're like, Alec Murdoch killed his family and he sat in this chair. Right. Like, that's a wild, that 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 thought process, which is, I, I mean, prove me wrong. That's the only thought process there. Why else would you want that chair? Like, I think of that all, it's like, I mean, like, if somebody passes away in a hotel, like, do you get rid of the bed? Like, are you sleeping in a bed that somebody died in once? You know what I mean? Like shit like that, I think is like a weird thought. And then people go out of their way to have shit like that. Yeah. A hundred percent. Exactly. That's fucking wild. It's psycho behavior for sure. Dude. You know, who's the only group of people doing that, right? Uh, who? Whites. There were a lot of them in that I saw. 
Yes. Yeah. We want to talk. I venture to say most, almost probably all Mm -hmm. of Caucasian descent. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. Probably. Should we should we just talk about white people being the worst? Like we got a couple things to. I mean, we kind of had. I feel like this. A lot of this pod has been white people being the worst. You got white people getting sick on white people Mexican food and ruining places <laughs> and and family events. And the Swifties and the murderers. Um, yeah, this has kind of been like a white people are the worst podcast. Mm-hmm. Which nope. we nope. should probably just make that a podcast before somebody else does. How, because that's a good name. Ooh, uh, that's good. We each got one to bring to the table. You want to go first? Or you want me to? Yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, it was if this video took place in Martin County, Minnesota, it would have been a lack of shocked. Yep. The video I sent you, um, and I'm sure everybody's seen it. And not that, it's, but this was the most white people thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. So it was somebody's happy ass wedding day, and. They're coming around on dirt bikes as their grand entrance. And somebody comes in with a gal on the back of his motorcycle. And not like a fucking Honda Shadow or uh, what's the little bitty Harley? I don't even, I can't remember. But this was like a fucking fat boy. It was not a sportster. Right. Yeah, a sportster. This, this 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 was a big dog motorcycle. This looked like a road king. Or a bad yeah, yeah. This is a one hundred percent a fat boy or road king, something along those lines. I don't couldn't tell the manufacturer, but this motherfucker came in, and he was I'm sure he just trying to rev it a little bit, whatever. But this might have been his first time on said motorcycle <laughs> or a motorcycle in general, and he fucking twisted that throttle and was not ready. For fucking airplane mode, dude. That <laughs> nose came up faster than a 757 leaving Sky Harbor. Like, mm-hmm. it shot to the sky, ass over tea kettle, and the bike just slides. And miraculously, clearly no <clears throat> no backrest on this motorcycle. Because they just fell off and sat there. And I don't think anybody was hurt. Seriously. But I just thought to myself... <clears throat> You know the only kind of weddings those are happening at? A wedding involving two whites. White people. Correct. Not only were they, they clearly were having their reception in a shed, which is a very, not saying you're a bad person, this is a very white person move. Oh, yeah. Bar- to get married in a barn. Well, this wasn't a barn, right? Like, barn weddings are all the range. Shop. Yeah, like... This was a fucking concrete floor machine Polished shop concrete. That, yes, yes. That somebody cleaned out because Betty Lou was marrying Daryl. Mm-hmm. And they were gonna... They were gonna come around in between the shops, pass the feed mill, and then come in here on their motorcycles. And the man who got up, and I don't even know if you, re- like, realize this, the ponytail on the man that got up yes. and ran to the door to like get the next group of people to not come fucking hauling in like Travis Pastrana <laughs> was hilarious, dude. Like it was just, uh, it's just one of those videos where you're like, I just thought they were all going to go around, you know, like this is going to be nothing. And you just see it out of nowhere. Yep. Evil Knievel and his fucking girlfriend just 
Yeah. He he's on a as you mentioned, a fat boy. Yeah. And I think maybe he did it once or twice in the past cuz it looked like he held it for a second, but then he forgot that he was carrying an extra 250 behind him. Yeah, that was that was not a small gal. <laughs> no. And no. He that was a me-sized gal. He was not accounting for that weight and that bike kept going. They both slid off the back and slid about 15. That's how you know that, that it was like a polished, as you mentioned, polished concrete floor. Right. And they had yeah. tables set up in between the rows because they were going to do the reception immediately after the wedding. Uh, right. My favorite thing, though, is like other than the crash, because I couldn't stop laughing at that. Uh, you just look around in the crowd. The amount of just baseball hats that i would assume yes were dude. like case ih or john deere or bush light in camouflage form that were being worn at this wedding. like uh, okay i'm a dude. big hat wearer and i know that i've put on a hat later in the night at a wedding like wore a backwards hat but like if you are such a hat guy that you have to wear a hat during a or your wedding that might be like the worst thing white people do yeah like you can't not wear your hat yeah just comb your hair bud if your hair is that bad shave your head but that is such a mind and then like the gals that agree to that shit it's like that's that's the guy. Like, there you go, there you go, sweetheart. Here, I can. Here's a question I had in looking at the crowd. What do you think was uh, the the brand of choice, Redman or Copenhagen? Those guys are all. I don't even know if they're chewing. That seemed like a Marlboro Red kind of crowd. <clears throat> that's fair. That's I mean, fair. It, actually, I mean. Those are probably some camel blues, to be honest. Sure. I mean, a lot of maybe some camel crushes. Okay. I bet some hard ass in there's got some fucking skull cherry blend in his back pocket. Yeah. And he's got a fucking monster energy tattoo. I mean, the bike could have slipped on, you know, somebody spitting. Yeah. That's oh, true. shit. That's true. <laughs> Get a spittoon out there. Um, I mean, yeah, there, I mean, over, I bet there was as many, if not more monster energy tattoos or Fox racing tattoos in that crowd as there were ball caps in that crowd. Yeah. 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 Uh, if we had got a tighter look, probably going to see oh, yeah. some like snowmobile apparel, like jacket or something oh, along yeah, those lines, sure. right? They, like. Yeah, they don't own a snowmobile, but if they ever got invited on somebody, they got the jacket. Yeah, they got the Arctic Cat or the, the Polaris. Sled neck jacket. Yep, 100%, yeah. something yeah. along those lines. I like that. I like that train of thought from you. Yep. No, Because that's uh, a nice jacket. No, it's a real nice jacket. They're not cheap, all right? $250 <laughs> down at the sports store. Might as well wear it to the wedding. You have to. It might have been 70 degrees, but... How else are you gonna know? Look you know? good. Look good. Went yeah. with the went with the went with the shoes. Oh shit. Those that that's also a red lobster's a fancy establishment crew crowd. Shout out Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yeah, we love the biscuits. But it's not a 
It's not a Michelin five-star restaurant. Nope. Okay. Correct. So, but the, to them, it is. Hey, we're going up to Mankato. We're going <laughs> to the River Hills Mall. We're going to Lowe's and Home Depot and Menards. And then we're going to Red Lobster. I love that the the people of southern Minnesota got a true, like, southern accent out of this deal. <laughs> it's just a grouping of people, and they don't have to be from southern Minnesota. It's just where I'm from. Right, okay? right, right, right. It's where I'm from and the people that I grew up around, mm-hmm. right? Sure. You did, too, because when I do 100%. that, you fucking think of a certain person. Oh, yeah. You're thinking of we somebody that, that graduated in 2001. For sure. Fairmont High, you're like, son of a bitch, there he is. For sure. Without, Who do you know with a monster without. tattoo, Jeff? Uh, nobody with a monster. Somebody with a fox racing tattoo, though, don't you? Probably, yeah. That's probably a couple hard wires that go all the way around. Yep, yep, without a doubt. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. Hundred percent, man. Salt of the earth. Salt That's of the right. earth. Big city living for the farmers. Hey, Just kidding. Yeah. It's not farmers. No, these people are not farmers. No. <laughs> new, new, new. Oh shit. Uh, mine is a, it's a combination of like white people are the worst and fuck around and find out. Baffo. Which we've talked about, uh, a fair amount on this podcast. Baffoing? Yeah, for sure. Right. And that some people just aren't ready. Right. Well, I'm sure you've seen like all the YouTubers or people trying to be YouTubers that like, Pull pranks on people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, except for they're not pranks. They're not yeah. pranks. They're not funny. They, you know, they, they, they approach people very, you know, aggressively or make people feel like they may be in danger of some sort or something along right. those lines. And this dude uh, is trying to quote unquote pull a prank. And I've even forgotten what he was doing, but he was, like, going up to this guy and, like, pestering him and pestering him and wouldn't leave him alone. And the guy was like, leave me alone, leave me alone. And he took two steps and turned around and shot the dude in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> shot him. <laughs> Sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't be laughing, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you can't expect to get away with that forever. No, that's... Yeah, there's there's the same group of people I saw were, uh, I mean, not the same exact group, but people stealing suitcases or taking suitcases off of like the the uh, carousel at airports and yeah. walking away with people shit like gonna get punched in the face. I watched yes. one recently, and I hope it was the guy's last prank video, but he had a gas can full of water. And he was parked outside of like a Walmart or something. And he, when people would come back to their cars near him, he would get out and dump the gasoline on their car. Well, the one had a cattle pusher on the front and it was a big F three fifty, and he'd started dumping the shit and the guy pulled a gun out of his waistband and the kid dropped it. And he called the kid called him a pussy for pulling a gun. And it's like, well, if you're going to pretend to pour gasoline yeah. on people's things, yes. you're going to fuck around and you're going to find out. Yes. And that's it. There's, I don't want to sound like an angry old man here, but there's no recourse for a lot of these people in their day-to-day lives. No. And then they try this shit. And then 
there's always going to be somebody that's actually sick of the bullshit. Yes. And old homeboy here, he just, he happened to find the one that was yeah. sick of the bullshit. And, you know, I'm definitely not necessarily advocating let's shoot everybody who crosses us. Um, but shout out to that dude. And anybody who's in one of those situations, because again, that's just like the worst form of content that I can think of. And when I watch them, I am looking for, I like whenever I see them, I don't watch them unless the, like I see the title, like pranker or prankster gets like revenge taken on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this now. I'm going to watch this piece of shit, get his fucking lights turned off yeah real quick no i'm all about confrontation in these situations yes yes and it's yeah they're they're all over and like you know like i think they got here the nelk boys who are massive now they got big doing this shit yeah but they would go to walmart and like you know scream in somebody's ear and act stupid which even then like you might get hit in the face but it's pretty Pretty low key, you know what I mean? They'd go to the golf course and they'd do the air horn prank thing. People would, you know, like the jackass clip. Yeah. People would hit golf balls at them, but it's pretty low risk. Yeah. Pranks. Like those are actually pranks. Yes. But like pretending to, like you said, physically harm people or make them feel like they're about to get physically harmed. Especially in today's day and age, dude. Yeah. Fuck around, find out big time. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, for sure. And this the the guy, the pranky, he got let off by a jury, right? They found him not guilty. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who shot the dude? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can kill him. Right. But, you know, maybe he gets charged with like uh unlawful discharge of a weapon or something along those lines. And I'm sure that's probably like, he probably got charged with a couple different things, but uh, ultimately the jury acquitted him of the serious shit. Cause it's like, yeah, right. like the guy was probably fairly concerned given the scenario, you know, right. Best yeah. comment on that whole thing is the video. The more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out <laughs> the guy making the chart. <laughs> Stuff, stuff. Uh, you mentioned golf course though. Yeah, and I sent you a video of like a golf course fight, and those are always those hilarious. Are- it's a bunch of Chads and a bunch of Todds and some Steves out there with their collars and you know taking a game that none of us are good at entirely too seriously and getting pissed off when somebody blows an air horn or whatever, and occasionally somebody will throw hands on somebody and that's what i thought it was going to be and this dude's like chasing somebody with a golf club and he runs by a guy and swings it and i mean yeah solid connection hits the dude with the golf club yeah and i'm in my head my immediate thought is ooh, if you had to have a golf club as a weapon which one do you pick and why yeah, we had this talk Here's the thing. The only thing I'm worried about is a shaft breaking. It's big, big issue. Right? So then I got to think, like, you only maybe getting one or two true swings in uh-huh. on this thing. Right? And I, So I think it boils down to it's either got to be it's got to be a seven iron, which is just always it's the perfect length. 
Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of curve on it, right? So it's going to do some damage when you hit. And it's going to have some recourse in the shaft, right? Because you used to kind of get hit in the ground. You might divot it up. But the one that I thought, if you got like a real one hit in, like a club-headed putter, dude, old mallet style. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a lead piece on the end. Yeah. Holy way to get that thing swinging. I mean, you're, you're connecting. You're, somebody's taking a dirt nap. But that's the thing. You're probably only connecting once. Potter shafts, no give, you know? Yeah. That's an easy, hit. you know, physics, that sucker breaks. Yeah. Um, what about you? My immediate thought went to the putter just because, yeah. you know, those things are essentially steel blocks, right? right? A lot of irons are hollowed out, you know, it, I don't know what you're swinging, right? I know what's in my bag. I don't know what it's what's in everybody else's bag, but you know, so like my my putter is a solid piece of metal. The shaft is right. shorter, right? So there's way less bend. But then I was like, hmm, maybe I need some length. Four, and yeah, you could go four, but you, then we get into the shaft deal, right? And like, not everybody's swinging like extra stiff shafts. I do, but I I, I think like the perfect blend. It's like a 56-degree wedge. Yeah, for sure. I figured I was going to guess you would say that. It's got some It's got some length. It's got a sharp edge on it. Yeah. Right? And then, you know, you can just you can turn that bitch around, which is kind of what I was thinking, like, from a putter standpoint, and you can swing down on somebody. Yeah. Whoop. Whoop. And I think those I – think, I think a wedge shaft, like, there's hardly any give in them. Correct. Right? Like, there's no flex, and that's what I want. Because, I mean, you take a driver out. If you don't square up, that head's flying off, and now you just got, like, a weird hole. How bad would that driver hurt? That's a completely hollow piece of mostly aluminum and tins, right? I mean, it would hurt. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't feel good, but it's not like, oh, no, you know what I'm saying? It's not the end of the world. Yeah. In my my head, if I'm fighting somebody with a golf club, I plan on swinging it more than once or twice, right? And right, there's probably a couple people involved. <laughs> oh, 100%. Right? So I need more than one if I yes. if I can't resort to my fists. So yeah, I'd go with like a 56 degree. I think you could do a ton of damage with that. Love it. Yes, yes. I love that. Done. Yeah, I, there was a lot of good golf course fights this week. Did you see the guy in the green shirt? I didn't send it to you, but he's kind of making his ways. Mm-mm. Oh boy! Well, hold on one second. Interesting. So, gotta gotta cue this up for you. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay. So it's like a 45 second video. Uh, as you can tell, guy looks extremely standoffish here, but um, I'll send this damn thing to him. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna play it for everybody. Just cause I'm sure some he looks like he's wearing Steve from Blues Clues shirt, too. It's like that green polo. So here this guy is. 45 seconds. I'm gonna take your gloves. This is me. Wear your fucking I'm not getting a fight on a golf course. I'm not complaining. You're the one pitching. No, you're the one that approached me and I asked you to watch. No, you took her ball. Please don't speak to me. You took her ball. Bro, you took her ball. I'm not going to fight over a fight. There's been an army for a golf ball. Because I'll fancy you, bitch boy. Now get the fuck off the cart. Walter. Walter. 
Oh, here we go. Oh. 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 What a pro! What a pro flex there, though. I've been to heaven two times. You think I'm scared? If, yeah, you want to test God? Come get some shit stack. I, I will yeah. like the whole thing leading up to that, and when he took his shirt off, I was like, "Oh boy, what, what a joke!" And then he drops that line, and in my head, I'm like, "All right, that was a pretty cool line." Like, yeah, I gotta good. give. Him I mean, credit. it is uh, <laughs> in the moment. It's kind of like shortly before a fight and you tell somebody I'm going to fuck you up worse than polio. Yeah. There's just not a lot coming back from that. Something no. like that, you know? No. Like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm yeah. going to fuck you up worse than polio. Yeah. And somebody, somebody's, I mean, that's really like, that's not a click in your brain. You really got to think well, here now. Yeah. Like, listen, mm. if somebody's got a line queued up pre-fight, right. like, like what you're saying or what this guy's yeah. saying, I've been to heaven two times. You want to test God. Come get some, right? Like somebody's got something that on point in that scenario, you are playing Russian roulette. Either they've thought about doing this a lot and they are going to go down like a wet paper sack, you know, as soon as you like step up or they've watched a lot of Rocky in their mom's basement or you are in some serious trouble. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Where they are practiced and they are true to their word, yeah. like so. Yeah. It that backs you up now. You got a decision to make. Do I right. think this guy? And do I want to fuck around and find out? Right, you know yeah, that guy probably listens to a lot of My Way by Limp Bizkit. Because I had a guess prior to that, those people in that cart were very like, "You took my ball! You took my yeah. ball!" Like they were so <laughs> off their rocker about a golf ball being being picked up. And right? It sounds terrible, but it's just another one of those moments where you almost want to be like, like "Men are talking," you know, like girls in an <laughs> argument are sometimes the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like. You took our ball. Okay. Well, all right. Maybe that's it. And that's, here's the thing. We also have this 45 second clip. Mm-hmm. Maybe this thing had been building over the course of the summer. They're at some oh, shithole yeah. muni yeah. in rural America. We don't know the backstory. And fucking Steve's brother from Blue's Clues had had enough. Yep. He had enough. And today was the day he was going to take his shirt off. Yeah. And scream. I've been to heaven twice. Do you want to test God shit stack? <laughs> and then that, I mean, shout out that girl though. She's like, he's mentally ill. We're out of here. I mean, I, uh, shout out Not her or, you know, don't shame him. You know, mental health's an issue now. No, it is. I'm big, big <laughs> supporter. I don't know. But anyways, um, I agree. I think it is an issue, but that girl was like, all right, we're not fucking with this guy. Let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, she's like, know? I want nothing to do with this. And then he's like, you think I'm mentally ill? And she's like, I know you're mentally ill. Anyway, <laughs> just so good. It's like almost as good as his line. She's like, yeah, I know you're fucked up in the head, pal. We're out of here, okay? <laughs> it's fucking Elmore nine hole, all right? Yeah. We're good. Keep the ball. Sir, this is a Wendy's. Why yeah. are we so upset? 
Is there a hot and juicy redhead oh, there? Oh, fuck. Dude, did yeah, you, it's, I mean, on golf, did you watch any, did you watch any of the Ryder Cup at all? That was a, a little bit. It was a little too early, a little too late for me. Uh, yeah. Did watch some live when I got home from my game on Friday. So it would have been, I don't know, close to one in the morning, your time. Oh, so you watched and the opening just, round. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, I watched, uh, yeah, I watched a little bit that night, but. No, I didn't watch a ton, so I know that the U.S. lost. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, a football season obviously affected that. and For sure. The fact that it wasn't a good time to watch. Oh. It just wasn't. Admittedly, but, yeah, terrible timing to watch. Like, And then when you do wake up and, uh, you know, the old boys from the U.S.A. are getting their fucking shit pushed in the first two days, it's like, ugh. Just kind of takes the air out of it. Man, right. I mean, they made it interesting today, which is too bad, right? Had they done anything in the first two days, they'd have had a shot. It's just kind of shocking that that's the way it goes. And that's the way they've been. These Ryder Cups have been, like, the last four to six, like, occurrences is whoever's home is just absolutely killing it. You know, the the, yeah. the crowd clearly does some motivation for them of some sorts. And I know, like, you can set the courses up. Um, four-year team, which, you know, hey, home field advantage, I guess go for it. 100%. I, I, to me, it's like I just want to see them, like, ball out against each other, right? Like, I would like yeah. to see, like, that, not necessarily the home crowd be taken away because I do like the – I love how it's so pro or anti depending on where you're at, right? Yes. Um. But I hate the course setup narrative in that somebody is like, oh, no, these guys are way better at this, so we're going to make it to their advantage. Yeah. I don't like that um, for either side, right? Like no. For the Americans, they essentially say they, like, cut the rough down so they can miss fairways more. And then and Europeans are like, oh, well, we shorten the holes and make it more targeted. And they target. the rough super long. Yeah. It, I just – Come on, let's just play a golf course, a challenging one for everybody involved. Oh, that's right. And and I don't really understand the scoring, which doesn't make it a lot of fun. Uh, match play? No, like the point system. You get a point for like, winning a match. Right, but then like where did the half points come from if and why tie. did America have to win or have to gain an extra half? So they did not. Sorry, I was I was uh, mistaken, and I thought I, when I said it, I was like, "That doesn't sound right." But I read it earlier, and I went with it. I should not have. I should have gone with my gut. The winning team only has to get fourteen points to retain the cup. Okay, and the to okay. to steal it from the people who have it, you have to get fourteen and a half because there's a total of twenty eight points. So theoretically, you could tie. 14 14 14 and then you could retain and then you just retain the cup because you want it to your which before. is that i mean okay so again, which is stupid let's just right. call, let's just put that out that is ridiculous these are the best golfers in the world they're playing for three days take go to the captains and say give me your two best and your two best and let them go fucking ball out against each other see what happens that would be electric versus 100%. Oh, it's 14-14 tie. Alternate shot playoff. Could you imagine that? Oh, it'd be so fire. 
That'd be that so far. Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Brooks's tweet today? No. Oh man. What do you so, see? He it's a picture of him, Ricky, Max Homa. So it's it's Ricky Max, Brooks in the middle. He's wearing a, a hat. Mac, uh, Brooksy's hat just says "dang" across it. Like uh-huh. oh dang! And then it's Sam Burns and Xander Shoffley, and all four of those guys are wearing Smash shirts, which is his team on Live Tour. Ooh. And the caption of the tweet just says, I make money moves. That's all it says. And all four of those wow. guys are wearing smash golf club shirts. Interesting. So I don't know what the fuck that means with the merger. If sure. that, if, if that this is going to be the new five, some team on smash golf, when they go play live tournaments, cause they're all one now, I have no idea what this means. But it is the most like kind of cryptic. Hey, what's happening? Tweet of all time. Yeah, shot taking. That's that's crazy because there was a little bit of a narrative. Um, there's a guy on the team who thinks that they should be paid, and there was a narrative that was being spun that he was like unhappy that he's not Patrick Cantley. Yeah, and that he wasn't wearing a hat because of it. And it which had- honestly, I was so team Cantley because the fucking Ryder Cup gear sucks. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll, trash. I'll say that, right? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that, um, but that he wasn't wearing a hat out of protest, right? Right, and that it had divided the locker room, and, the, and everybody in the locker room was like, "No, it hasn't." We get his take. We're not like right. upset about it, um, but Brooks gets paid to play in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, by live like three to five million bucks. Yeah, um, so. That'll be interesting. And I, I agree with Cantlay's position. They should be paid. Like, the amount of com- – like, money is being made off of them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is not a – Essentially, it's like, for hypotheticals, it's the – It's a college athlete. The players, well, the player's not getting paid to play in the Pro Bowl or an All-Star game. Yeah. There's no bonuses awarded here or nothing, which they should be. Somebody's yep. getting rich off of this. Yeah, money and is the being guys made. that are putting the people, the guys that are literally putting the show on are getting nothing. Right. The money money is being made. That's the bottom line, right? And if money's being made, uh the people doing the work should make some money. I totally right. agree with that, right? Like in, in the Olympic Olympians get paid now. Right. Right? Like they it's not you're not getting rich, but you do get paid understandably right this is a big it's a big business and it's a thing so i agree with his statement that they should be getting compensated in some form or fashion all about it but anyways so that that's interesting right that he that he kind of like dropped that at the end there crazy what was uh ricky uh was it Ricky jumped out of that taxi wanting to fight somebody? No, that was Rory. Or Rory. Yeah, it was Rory. Yeah, and that was all what about What was the, the deal? Is that dude in the with the hat Cantley. Uh he made a huge oh. putt on 18 to win on day 2. 
uh, is like the last match, and he was just caught fire. And so, like, he was because all the European crowd was like, every time he would do something, they'd take their hats off and like, because all that this report had been stirring, right? right? And so, everybody was taunting him. So, like, he was fake tipping a cap after he buried this like thirty foot putt in their ass to win that hole. And his caddy was doing it too, like back to the crowd. And he was, he was showboating on the green a little bit. Was Bones his caddy? No, no. Oh. Um, and he almost ran into Rory, who was like reading his putt. And Rory was like, dude, I'm a, essentially get the fuck out of my way. Like, get out of here. Right. What are you doing? You're a caddy. You know, get the fuck off the green. The hole's still alive. And at the end of it, you know, uh, very clearly afterwards, like Rory was not okay with it. And I don't know if that guy tried to apologize to him or what, but he went in and he went after him. Yeah, man, he was pissed. He's fired up. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. I, I just saw, I, I saw you guys texting about it again, way earlier than I was thinking of being awake. Uh, but then I just watched it once, <laughs> and I was like, "What? What was even happening there?" Yeah, very golf problems, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> not oh, yeah. anything that's that serious. But uh, they blew it. They they blew it up into epic proportions, or over blew it to epic proportions. No, I love it. Yeah, I love it. What else should we talk uh, about? How about the sphere? Oh. First off, that thing on the outside, I thought, I've seen videos of it on the outside, and I'm like, man, that thing, at first I thought it was going to be just this massive eyesore. Now, it kind of yeah. fits. It's like, God, that looks really cool, and I can't wait to see it. But I didn't so know. So we saw it in March, but it wasn't lit up yet because okay. they weren't done. Okay. And it doesn't look near as big from the outside. That fucker's got to go 600 feet into the ground. Really? I mean, and I get like it's the LED boards, but the videos we saw from the inside make that place look huge. Sure. And that, I mean, the the one U2 song where it looks like they're performing in the middle of the desert, that was incredible. And then all the numbers and then the numbers the falling roof. make look oh. like the ceiling's falling. It's essentially. Dude, I don't know if I'm going to have a panic attack if I go to a concert there or if yeah. it's going to be the coolest thing of all time. Well, I mean, you need to do drugs. That was what I got out of it is, or don't. Yeah. D depending on your anxiety levels, like you'll either trip balls and have a massive panic attack, like you just said, or it's just going to absolutely heighten your experience. Um, but it's essentially a concert with IMAX. Yeah, no, it, literally, that's exactly what it is. Like a 12 times the size of IMAX screen. That thing looks banana. And I saw a, a TikTok of it, and somebody was like, if you're sitting up in the upper levels, which is where you get, like, the best view of all the screen, they're like, if you have an issue with heights, you're going to struggle. Because apparently really? the, the seats are very steep, like, going uh up. And so... <laughs> You know, like standing up is you're going to feel like you're going to fall over. I don't yeah, know how I'd, I'd just, handle that. I, 
I'm looking up the Sphere Las Vegas shows to see what's next. Yeah, that was their first show. This was the opening show. It was U2. Yep. Kind of a big get. Yeah, no, pretty pretty big. There's still, wow, holy shit. Uh, there's tickets available for Wednesday, October 11th uh, for U2, their 8 p.m. show. Uh, starting out real cheap at uh, $1,200 a piece. So that's what's left. Wow. That's insane. Wow. Is that resale or? No, this is on the Sphere website, the SphereLasVegas.com slash shows. So there's a Sphere experience, and they're like $70 to, well, the cheapest one is 50 bucks at any time, and the most expensive is 200 I'm guessing the 200 that's a Friday night. You know, so that's when Vegas is expensive. Yeah. Uh, but you can go Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday for 50 to $129. I'm guessing the 930 show, again, nighttime is the most expensive time in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, then that's the only things they have right now is the Sphere Experience and U2 on the website. So, uh, I mean, you would think that there would just be more and more things coming. Like they would have a whole list of events. I bet they will now. Is because that's is that a is it just an arena? Yeah, I mean it's truly a concert venue. Interesting. Or like, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, I saw somebody was like, I'd pay two hundred fifty dollars to watch Sunday Ticket in there, Um, you know, or like NFL Red Zone, whatever. but I don't know, dude. It's it's a wild thing to me. So I'm who I wonder who owns it. Us, the gamblers. Yeah. We own it. Yeah. Um because you got just like when we used to go to the probably not you. Do you ever go to the Fairmont Opera House when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. Probably not. You came in eighth grade. Okay, so this is a way off sidetrack story, but to get us to keep the opera house clean and not be little asshole children, every time we would go there, I'm trying to think, I don't even remember his name. Um, I think his last name is Burgraff. Pretty sure it's Taylor Burgraff's dad. He was like the director of the Fairmont Opera House. And they would tell us all, they would be like, who owns the opera house? And all of us as small kids would just lose our fucking minds and be like, we do, we do, you know, like, mm-hmm. so we would not be little assholes and keep it clean. So I think that's who owns, we own, we own the sphere, Jeff. Well, I, I get gamble. what I would, I guess my question was, was it like, is it tied to a resort? And then so it's no, I don't think so. so. It doesn't you, say it is. You two is there. Until December 16th. That's their last show. So they're doing three mm-hmm. shows a week. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And so yeah, it's sold out until this Wednesday the 11th. Um, let's, let's look for the cheapest one here. December 2nd, $501.35. Ooh, December 13th, $400.21. Nice. That's Wednesday, though. 
Yeah, so yeah, that Wednesday. That must be their their uh like they're doing a residency out there, but it, they're not yeah, staying. Four hundred dollars. That's got to be clearly at the top. Maybe that's at the bottom. Who knows? Let's look. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Buy tickets. Ticketmaster.com. Yeah. Taking a hot minute to refresh. Yeah, I get it. I accept two tickets. Yeah, right. Full view of band and stage. Limited view of sphere screen. That's section 100, row 30. But I want the map to load. So I'm guessing, yeah, the lower you are, the cheaper the ticket. Interesting. Huh, that is very interesting. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, and I did hear, like, the, the so, like, row 100, right? So if you look at that map, there's an overhang. Yeah. So if you're not, like, front row, you can't see up on that screen so you're going to miss a lot of that gotcha yeah that's either 501 dollars yeah that's so wild what a wild thing yeah so to sit in section 100 if you sat in the last row on the aisle 501 bucks if you sat in the front row on the aisle 1250 but if you go all the way out to section 304, 305, front row, not aisle, same, 1250 bucks. Wow. That's insane. That's, That's crazy. insane. To see you two's old ass, no thanks. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're tied to the Venetian in some respect because they do have like hotel VIP experience packages and it's, it is tied to the Venetian. So I don't know if. The Venetian owns fairly part close, of it. But... Fairly close to right to the Venetian. Sure. It's right at the end of the golf course. Oh, yeah, yeah. So have you ever have you ever taken the monorail? Yeah. So you know where the monorail curves and then goes between the wind like parking garages right before it gets to the link? Mm -hmm. It's right there. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I gotta get back to Vegas soon. Let me know. I'm a whole uh, four hours away. Boom. Let's make that happen. Maybe, uh, maybe December 10th. Skull Town. Skull Town. Skull Vegas. See you in Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, I mean, these transitions are working out nice tonight. We're talking about Sphere. Now we're talking Vegas. Shout out uh, Las Vegas PD wow. for taking, what was it, 21 years? Long time. Uh, long time but they have finally arrested Solved somebody it. or indicted i i don't know i'm not a lawyer somebody on the murder of tupac so good for them uh crazy news stories out of that apparently jim mora knew did you see that story at all no okay so jim mora those of you who don't know Former head coach at UCLA is head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, currently, the head coach at UConn. Um, when he was recruiting Najee Harris to come to UCLA, he told Najee that. And Najee, somebody asked, like, what's the craziest thing somebody told you on your recruiting thing? I think when he was at Alabama. 
And yeah, cause it was years ago. And Najee said, Jim Mora told me he knew who killed Tupac. <laughs> and he was like, I just kind of thought like it was a joke. Cause you know, he was trying to connect, uh, you know, whatever. He kind of just played it off. Yeah. But then I watched all this stuff. Diddy's son was playing at UCLA at the time. Ooh. Interesting. So if he did, now Jim Mora is probably going to get indicted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard that this guy that did get arrested uh, or indicted, whatever, um, he has been talking about it for a while. That he actually did it, like kind of bragging? Yeah. Um, but he had some weird plea agreement. Wasn't immunity. Um, in some other case where he kind of laid out what occurred, and so they couldn't charge him based on that with a police officer, and they never, like, got around to doing it. And finally, like, the cop that was in there was like, well, you've told people about it, so I can break my silence, and he came out, and then uh, Las Vegas PD was like, oh, shit, all right, well, cool. Let's indict him then. (laughs) Wild. It was, like, apparently the worst-kept secret on the face of the planet. So, shout out, Tupac's finally getting his justice. But he's not dead, so. Ooh. He lives on an island. Everybody knows that, Jeff. Duh. Duh. Come on. I don't care where he lives. I just would like another al- album. It'd be nice, so you know. That's kind of what i would be at. nice. <laughs> I oh, agree. Crazy. What else you got, man? You got anything else you want to chop up? Not really, brother. I think we kind of hit it all over. We bounced around. A lot of recap. Lots of was lots of fun tonight. Good, good laughs. That was good. That's good stuff. Good times, great, great vibes. Great oldies. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, man, that was a good time. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Have a kick-ass week this week, dude. Who we got this week? You, uh, we play Agua Fria. Home of two Minnesota Viking legends, Randall McDaniel and Everson Griffin, both went to high school at Aguafria. Okay. Um, Are they another six A school? Nope, five A. So, okay. talk about being on top of the world for about five minutes. So on Friday night, let me tell you, couldn't boy, oh started boy. any hotter. Boy, oh boy! Threw a match on some diesel. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. It was so much fun, dude. Like. Was it second play, trick play, essentially? First, first, my first. Was it first? I had it planned all week, yeah. So okay. our head coach told me, he's like, we got to pull something out. And he, he knows, like, he's like, you going to install any gadgets? I'm like, you know, coach, I really don't believe in gadgets. I like moving people around and, you know, deception, like, based off of what they do and how they give us alignment. But just don't really like a lot of gadget plays. And he's like, I really like for you to draw something up and, I was like, well, we just knew that they'd probably over-pursue on a toss and, like, really flow hard backside so we could do a throwback. And we did. And it was not a good spot to call it, but I was so juiced up. I mean, ideally, you want to be, like, in the middle of the field for something like that. Sure. Not on their 14-yard line, but it was kind of like a first play no matter what. And especially after that, and, I, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't. 
thinking clearly. I was all juiced up. We blocked the punt. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a three and out, blocked the punt, and then it was first play no matter what, and it was not to perfection, uh, but it was a touchdown. But it and fucking worked. It and it was tutty, boom, first play. Place was going insane. Yeah. Then we got another stop. And then no. third and down. He fumbled on oh, the he kickoff. Fumbled on the kickoff. That's right. <laughs> fumbled <laughs> like, on the kickoff the next play. And then then uh, two then it was two plays and then another touchdown. Yeah, then we just threw a, a, a post. We had a we had a with no safety high on our best receiver. And uh, I figured that was the match. That's probably that's the most fun thing. Like, you know, I'm pretty at peace with where we're at. Like We've had a lot of injuries, and yeah. we're on our sixth running back now this week. On going on six and seven in the rotation, it's crazy. Just crazy, you know. Like I made yes. a lot of jokes on Friday night. Like when I took this job, if y'all would have told me after week six we'd be on our number six and number seven running back, I would have been like, "You're lying." But um, as part of it, guys got to step up, and it's been fun. But like those first five minutes of the game, dude, that was just absolute insanity, and this to see the boys just all fired up and I mean we play a big dog schedule we're trying to build a program and I get it and we've played some absolute units of teams but yeah uh, that's our big rival and it was cool I mean the Fiesta Bowl stuff was cool and Mm -hmm. um, just a lot of uh, I mean it was fun man I was it was a pure out-of-body experience (laughs) having everything just perfection in those first I mean, literally, we ran. We especially struggling so much the first couple of weeks into run four offensive plays and put two touchdowns on the board. It was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah. And then then it kind of like calmed down and our momentum calmed, you know. Yeah. It was just wow, dude. I don't know. It was so much fun. I mean, I'm so happy. Like, but adversity's fun if you face it the right way, and it'll be a good time and. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we need a bye week in the worst way, and thank God we have one next week. But Agua uh, Free will be fun. They're they're similar to us. Sure, they match up well. So uh, I'm sure we'll be in another dog fight like we have a couple times this year with yeah. teams that we match up well with. And yeah, dude. But yeah, that was uh, that was probably the most fun I've ever had in the game of football. Honestly, in that first five minutes, just <laughs> like the pure pandemonium of all of that. Like, oh, shit, we blocked the punt. And then I'm like, it clicks in my brain. It's like, oh, shit, we have a first play no matter what. And it was like, well, here we go. And, yeah, yeah it was a dart. and yeah, It was fun, man. It was yeah. a blast. It was awesome, man. It was it was super cool to watch. Like, we were all, I like, jacked the fuck up, like, to the tits. Like, the amount of let's fucking goes, like, that were flying through yeah. the text chain were, were off the charts and... Yeah, it just. Yeah, I wish I could have seen the boy. Do you guys play golf? Are you guys golfing or playing uh, vids and watching or not really? We were. When that was going on, I was like, my kids were still up, so I was like, watching them and watching the game, right? And, yeah, you know, just texting everything, and then we we jumped on probably. Oh, second quarter was when yeah. we were all on playing. Um, yeah, we were. We were all tied in. And then, you know, as you mentioned, unfortunately, it kind of everybody kind of came back to wherever and got off the highs and the game kind of yeah. and became what it was. And yeah, just it's it's like, God, do you guys just all I'm thinking of is do you only play these six A schools? Right. That's what it feels like sometimes. 
I mean, it is, and it's tough, but that's like the thing is like it's a points-based system and the top 16 teams get in the playoffs in Arizona. That's it. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. Minnesota where everybody makes the playoffs. Yeah. So it's like you got to play some big dogs. And, I mean, Horizons, top five. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Millennium team, they're number seven right now. Jeez. Westview, who we lost to in overtime last week, they just came down from 6A. So they're a 6A school enrollment size, but success has been so bad, so they dropped them to 5A, which is a crazy thing that they do in Arizona. Yeah. Like, we could go on for an hour, but ALA Queen Creek, their head coach, you might have heard of him, Ty Detmer, Heisman Trophy winner, BYU. Um, They were a 3A school three years ago. And now they're a six A school because they're wow. dominating and they're getting all these Mormon kids because it's Ty Detmer yeah. and it's in the East Valley and that's a heavily populated Gilbert. You know that oh, Gilbert yeah. area is heavily Mormon populated, and so yeah, they're all going out there and so they're a six A school within three years with three A enrollment. That's crazy. So that that high school system does essentially relegation. Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, we do. Wow. So that's, that's part of us playing up, you know. Sure. If you're continuously playing up, trying to build a program, you'll never go down. Um, but I mean, I don't know, dude. It's crazy. It's fun. Yeah. It's a wild world out here. There's so much stuff. We just saw a quarterback transfer in the middle of the school year. I saw that. Suaro and yeah. Chaparral across the city, that's which is nuts, dude. He goes, and he he's one of the Chaparral kids that's from out by Willow that Chaparral, like, got in trouble for recruiting a bunch of, like, youth program kids. It's going to be a messy situation because the dad said that he moved him from Chaparral to Suaro because the booster club didn't have their money in order. As in what? You're not getting paid anymore? Like, what, what does that have to do with anything? Wow. So, dude, Arizona high school football is the wild, wild west, and it's been a blast, but. I love it. Yeah, dude, that five minutes, that is, I might, I mean, I can still tell you how dry my mouth was, like, just, like, <laughs> adrenaline going crazy. I bet. Especially after the first one, and then we get the two-point, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, and then they fumble the next kickoff, and it's like, boom, and we get our best guy, single, no, no safety high, single coverage, it's like easy post, stealing money, QB throws a dime, and it's like, holy smokes, dude. It's just like, we're going. Yeah. And then we just, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. We just put some drives together and then we'd get a false start on third and seven and then it's third and 12 and that's tough. So, sure. but they're young and it's been fun, man. So yeah, Good. it was fun. appreciate you guys watching and, oh, and paying attention. It was, yeah, it was sweet, man. That was a fun atmosphere. I wish you guys could experience that. That was truly crazy. So yeah, that's nice. Definitely looked like it. So, do you see their kid slam that sledgehammer on her fifty right as they ran out on the field? Uh, I missed that. Yeah, I did too. But our head coach did not, and that led to some words with their head coach after the game. Interesting. And then he said some stuff because they're they're in the same district as us. Yeah, they're in the same Dice Art School District. Yeah. And then after they got the little traveling trophy, then they came back to the fifty and was jumping on it in front of us. And it's like, okay, like, that's the crazy thing to me, too, is, like, just thinking, like, you're a 6A school. You should beat the shit out of a 5A school. Right. Like, 
you got 250 to 500 more kids at graduating class. Like you should dominate us. So I don't know, man, I'm fully invested now. It's crazy kind of going into it where you, you know, being a new guy somewhere and you're like, yeah, it's rivalry, but like didn't mean anything to me yet because I lived it. Yeah. And now I've lived it and I'm like, yeah, F those guys. I'm all in. (laughs) Like it was fun, you know? So yeah, dude, it was sweet. It was cool. Fuck yeah, man. All right, brother. Well, uh, have a great week. Good luck this week. Can't wait to hopefully watch it again. Um, yes, sir. Everybody have an awesome week. Thanks for listening. Means an absolute ton. Uh, check us out, obviously, today on Wednesdays and Fridays when we drop our gambling little special sessions. Um, but yeah, be good. Ben, do your thing, my man. I appreciate you, everybody. Uh, Be a friend, tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you're choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my fellas is down to rob. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. I hopped off the curb, I ain't looking back since. 